growing up the way that I did, wanting to be perfect, my sister and I were overweight. We would be called Bertha Butt. I had those teachers tell me that I wasn't good enough. My medical records is the way that they described me. Depressed, fearful, frightened, angry, helpless, hopeless, depressed, worthless, detached. And now I'm speaking to like 800 of you. And I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm really not. Our experiences, both good and bad, make us who we are. And a big one for me is my battle with mental illness and my stay in the mental hospital. It's my story, I'm not embarrassed, and it's the story that has brought me to you every week for a year and a half. So welcome, friend, to Consider Yourself Hugged, episode 66. Today's hug, final episode for this season, adventures. I am Dr. Tammy West here every week to bring you tips on living a life that brings you mental and emotional well-being. I hope you are doing really well. This will probably be one of the most off-the-cuff episodes that I've done in a while. I do apologize for missing last week. I really thought that I could. Um, I've done a session before on personality style and I've talked about espressos, which is my style. And we think we can do everything. Like we're like, yes, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And I could not do it last week. So if you follow me on social media, you might already know this. But last week I was in Yellowstone. Well, all around Yellowstone Park out in Wyoming with my husband. And I thought that I could still record. A, I, I knew I couldn't do it in the studio. But I thought, well, I'll do one while we're out there with my AirPods and it'll be like in the moment and it'll be super fun. And you know, that doesn't work. We barely had service hardly any of the time. So sorry about that. I didn't even, I didn't even post and I should have on social media that I wasn't doing a podcast. So forgive me. And also since last week, I've made a decision that today will be the final consider yourself hugged podcast episode for the 2019 slash 2020 season. I'm doing air quotes. I don't, when I first started doing this, my husband said, well, a lot of people do seasons. And I said, well, I want to do it every day. And I have loved doing it every day, but I feel like it's time to recharge and come back fresh in the fall. So I, I hope that you'll continue to listen to the older episodes, continue to share, continue to stay with me on social media. Um, but I but I really felt like this was the time because a great way to end this 1920, 19-20 season amidst everything that's been going on in the world is to talk about this recent trip to Yellowstone. And you know, there's there's so much going on in the world. And I've talked some about COVID and have done a lot of things on my stress club Facebook group and I haven't talked at all about George Floyd. Um, I don't think that I have anything to contribute more than what you've already heard. I will say I'm continuing to pray for our country, for our leaders, for people who are oppressed, for wisdom, for guidance, for safety, for healing, for all of those things. So I may post some things on social media about that at some point, but honestly, while we were out in Yellowstone, it just, it wasn't the time, at least for me anyway. For me, it was the time to just refresh and spend time with my husband um, and reflect and, and honestly to enjoy. 
So I thought other than looking through my pictures and sharing a few stories with you, I mean, I did learn a few things. So I've got my phone in my hand. I have my pictures. I will post the show notes that go along with this is going to be just pretty, you know, I don't know. The lessons will be in there. There won't be a whole lot more except pictures, pictures and video, because it was just such an amazing time. So I will go through the one, two, three, there were four things that I thought were important that I learned on the trip, but I can't promise you that I'm not going to take some massive rabbit trails as we go along through this together. So here we go. Number one, the number one thing that I wanted to relay to you about this trip is the concept of yes, you can. And I want to do it in such a way that is encouraging and not not snarky or preachy or anything like that. I, I want it to be a really encouraging lesson that, that I have learned over the years and that I hope I can relate to you because there are some things that I really stink at. But I think this is one of the things that I've done pretty well in my life. My husband and I and our family, I think we've done this pretty well. So here's what I mean by yes, you can. I've talked about this yellow strip, yellow trip, Yellowstone trip. I mean, to a lot of people, it was a big deal. And, And you get the response that you might expect. Oh, I wish I could do that. Oh, that sounds so great. And so I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. And let me encourage you and tell you why. Because I know time and money are the two big issues, right? Time and money. So let me tell you how the trip, my husband is so funny in the way that he plans trips. And I've, I've told him this, I'm not making fun of him behind his back, but he's just funny the way that he plans a trip. So the first thing that we started talking about is the fact that I've lost all my work. He's on furlough. We both, thank God, are getting unemployment, which is not a whole lot, but at least there's that. But I mean, we, we don't have any work right now. So we're, we're both still trying to do work things. He's working on his photography. I'm doing things on social media, trying to contact people, providing content, but physically we have no place to go. We haven't been to Yellowstone in 10 years. We've been three times prior to this, once by ourselves, twice with some of the kids. And he used to live in Bozeman, Montana, which is just outside of Yellowstone. So he said, well, maybe we should go. I said, that would be great. He said, that would be a great opportunity for me to, to do more like nature photography. I might be able to sell them. It can be sort of a business trip perfect. He has a lot of hotel points because he travels for his job. So he said, let's, let's book the flights and then we'll go out there. Perfect. The next day, and I may be exaggerating when I say the next day, but next phase was, well, why don't we drive out there? I was like, perfect. You know, we can see some sights. And then he said, well, you know what, we could just get a mattress, put it in the back of the SUV and just like sleep wherever. And I said, oh my gosh, that sounds like such an adventure. Yes, that's great. We start looking at mattresses. The next day, uh, I don't know, maybe we should fly and we should just um, rent a car. Fine. Every time it's been fine. And the final plan was let's drive, but let's not, oh, I'm sorry. We were going to like camp. But the final, the final decision was that we would drive out there so that we could go. So we went from Nashville, Tennessee. I don't remember where we stopped the first night, but the next day we finished the drive to our first stop, which was the Badlands in South Dakota. And then we went to Mount Rushmore, and then we drove to Cody, Wyoming, which is right outside 
of the Wyoming entrance of Yellowstone and we stayed there and then we drove in and out of the park for a couple of days. So that was the the final decision that we would he would use hotel points. That's fine. Here's the thing when I say yes you can. The biggest cost for our trip was gas and gas is low right now. And yes, we did have hotel points. Not everybody has hotel points. But when we went to Yellowstone twice before, and once was in, I think, 2009, and then maybe a few years before that, when we had my biological kids still living with us. And anyway, I don't remember, but we all went. We camped in a tent outside of the Gallatin Canyon, or in the Gallatin Canyon, outside of Yellowstone, and a campsite is $20 a night. Okay, so it's $20 a night. Food, Tim and I this time, um, we brought a cooler, we brought snacks. Now we did spend more money than we should have on fast food, but when we camped there before, we didn't eat out at all. We, which, so what I'm saying is, food was no more than what we would have spent if we were here. Um, we also found out on this trip, if you follow me on social media, you might do, know this, the Bureau of Land Management and you can just Google Bureau of Land Management lands. They're all over the country. You can literally drive onto those lands and just camp there wherever you want. Now, there's not campsites. There's not water. There's not showers or toilets or anything like that. But, you know, there's ways around that. Um, I did talk about on Facebook that I did pee on the ground multiple times. Anyway, that's another story. But you can just pull your car in there, you can get a tent, and you can stay there for free. Now, when we camped years ago, we didn't shower for a week. We just we just camped and, and cooked on the fire. So when I say, yes, you can, please just know that, you know, and I'm speaking to myself here too, we spend money, we, meaning me, not we as a general we, you and me, but we, me, my family, we spend money on things that are priority. I mean, we do. We don't realize we're doing it all the time, but we do. Experiences are very important to us. Very important to us. So we may not have the best decorated house. We do not have the best landscaped yard, but we do the best we can to have experiences. So plan a year ahead if there's something you want to do. Ask for gift cards for holidays. Don't don't buy that decoration for your house. Don't you see what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm sounding preacher now, preaching now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. But I want to encourage you. Yes, you can. And it's so important for your mental and emotional well-being, I believe, to have experiences, um, to get away, to do something different. So yes, you can, number one. Number two, do something different amidst your new adventure. So I told you we've been to Yellowstone several times, but this time was a little bit different. This time, this time we went with an actual purpose, and that was for my husband to photograph wildlife. So when we've been to Yellowstone before, it's sort of like a, a figure eight. There's a, a northern entrance. There's a couple of eastern entrances and a southern entrances. I'm trying to learn the map better. But you can go in those entrances, and then you, you drive sort of this loop. There's a northern loop and a southern loop. So the first couple times we went, we would drive, I'm not sure if we did the whole, both whole loops, <clears throat> excuse me, but we, this time, our purpose was not just to do the loops to see, for example, Old, Faith, Old Faithful, although we did, 
or the the geysers and and the hot springs and there are lots of different things that you can see that are right there on the map and you should see those and we did see those but this time we wanted to photograph wildlife so we were literally parking and sort of chasing wolves and bears and even coyotes and bison and we just we wanted the adventure we now outside of Yellowstone in Cody we discovered that there was a Bureau of Land Management something called McCullough Peaks and there are 140 I think wild mustangs on that property so it's kind of a long story I don't want to bore you with all the details but you literally opened up a barbed wire fence that might not have been marked and we only learned this by asking drove in closed that fence and then we drove along these dirt roads until we found these mustangs and then we sat at one point we sat and waited for the sun to move so I went back to the car I think I have a picture of this I didn't know Tim was taking it and I got an umbrella and a couple chairs and some water and we just sat there and waited for the sun to go down a little bit so that he could get the perfect picture so it was something it was something different for us in Yellowstone we saw wolves and we we parked we got out of the car and we walked as far as we could not we weren't in danger of the wolves I mean it's very clear you have to stay um, 30 yards away 100 feet I think and we didn't even get that close we were very careful but we went off the beaten path so even if it's if you are going to Florida and you're going down to the the Gulf Coast or you're going I don't know where you live in the country but if it's a place you've been before do something different amidst your adventure so that was number two and I'll put pictures in there because it was really very cool number three continue to think of others and I posted about this so on our drive home now bear in mind our drive was 24 hours from Cody Wyoming to Gallatin Tennessee you know you never look forward to that so we decided to do a 12-hour day and then another 12-hour day and my husband was talking to his father and his father said well if you go through Nebraska won't you swing by Big Springs that's where I grew up you can drive through where I grew up and we were like yeah okay so we're driving down the interstate in Nebraska and we maybe we were on a state highway Anyway, we saw the signs that said Big Springs, 12 miles. Okay, now put yourself in my shoes. You've just been driving. I think that this was on our second day. So maybe halfway into the trip, I don't even know. But we've probably been driving 12 hours one day and we were six or eight hours into it the next day. I might be making up these numbers. But you're at the end of your trip. You're not excited about Because when you're driving there, you have it to look forward to. It's been a long day and you're going to go onto a country road 12 miles and then back 12 miles. So we passed it and then Tim said, do you mind if we go back? I think this would mean a lot to him. So we did. And I'm just telling you, because he could tell in his voice that it meant a lot to him. Tim had never seen this place where he grew up. So we, we got off the road when we got to the town. We FaceTimed his dad. And his dad, like, he hadn't been there, like, in 15 years. And his dad would say, okay, now go to that stop sign. Okay, now see that building? That was my my dad's church where he pastored. And that was the parsonage where we lived. Go up here and take a left. That was my high school. Go up here and take a right. That was the old post office where so-and-so got shot. It was, I wish we could have recorded it. And I think maybe I could now looking back. But 
It was just an awesome experience. And his dad texted me a few minutes after, and he said, that just really made my week. And that making his week made my week. You know, it was just really, really special. And we, we enjoyed it. It took 35 minutes out of our day. So that's just, it's always going to be important to me. I think serving others, serving others because you want to, not because you have to. Being in healthy relationships is always important. So I'm going to try to throw that in whenever I can. So number three is continue to think of others. And then number four, just like I'm trying to do with you, is encourage others to do the same. And by the same, I mean one, two, and three. excuse me, I don't know what is happening to my voice. I feel like I've been cheering at a ball game or something. I don't know why I use that example because that hasn't happened in years. So encourage others to do the same, meaning tell people when you do something interesting and encourage them that they can. Try not to be preachy, just like I was hoping not to be. I hope that wasn't, but encourage them. Encourage them if they're just going to do this the same old trip or the same old, just encourage them to try something different. My daughter, I may have posted about this, and my daughter lives in Orlando, and she and two of her friends jumped in the car last week, the week before, whenever it was, when the rocket was going to take off, and they drove to Cape Canaveral to watch it. I mean, they didn't get super close, um, but they did it, and they got to see it. So encourage people to do something different amidst an adventure or amidst where they live and then encourage other people to think of others. Um, It's so easy to get caught up in my own day, my own self, my own struggles, my own excitement. And I try, I don't always do it well, but I try to encourage other people to think of others um, whenever I can. So gosh, I feel strange. Like those are my four things. Um, This is coming to the end of our final episode for this year and a half long 66 episode season, which I have enjoyed so much. So let me recap them and then we'll end our time together. Remember in this, this life of experiencing things like COVID and racial inequity, losing jobs, changing life, all of that. Remember to try to put something in there that helps you, and which will also help people in your world with your mental and emotional well-being. So when it comes to what I learned from the trip, number one is yes, you can. And you know what? Maybe it's not a trip. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's a project. Maybe it's something in your home. Whatever it is, yes, you can. Number two, do something different amidst your adventure. Maybe, and let's even expand that. Just do something different amidst your regular day. Number three, continue to and always think of others. It doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself, but it's a better world when we serve each other. And number four, encourage others. And I said encourage others to do the same, but I'm just going to even say at the end of this, encourage others. And super duper sadly, that's our time for today. I will continue to pray every day. But let me just interject. I have not been good at that the past couple of weeks, but I will get back to that. Pray for our country, our leaders, your roles, all the people affected, all the things that are happening in our country. 
I hope that you will continue to do that and that you will stay mentally and emotionally healthy even though you're not with me every week. And even though this season is ending, please continue to pass the show link along to your friends. Continue to subscribe and download. Go to my website. Please do that. Get information if you'd like for me to speak. And I'd still love for you to follow me on social media, whether that's Facebook or my private Facebook, um, LinkedIn, all of those things. Thank you so much for listening this year and a half, for growing this special community. I will pray each day that you always remember to love, to serve, to feel worthy, to grow, to connect, to change, and to be the best person you can be for yourself and for the other humans that will continue to be in your world. And until the fall, consider yourself hugged.